Building Years Podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. Hey guys, what's going on? This is Jeremiah Watkins and welcome to the Building Years. It's Justin Alexio. That didn't... You don't supposed to say my name, then we say welcome to the building. Years. Well, I mean, I felt like just saying the intro and then you just being like, <laughs> I'm the sidekick. <laughs> I'm here too. Well, thanks. <laughs> it's not about me this week, guys. Not a, Justin usually claims like, your boy, Justin Alexio, your favorite. I figured I would beat him to it uh, and just, you know, take the reins this podcast. Thanks, Jeremiah. But uh, we're very excited to have our buddy in the studio, in our in the new apartment studio. Yay. Uh, please welcome our friend Ari Schneider to the Hello, program. Hello, everybody. How are you, buddy? I'm great. I didn't know that Justin was the sidekick. That's <laughs> news to me. Uh, we're basically, we're, we're both Robins. Neither of us is the Batman <laughs> of the podcast. That's we're just true. both. You're both we're, like we're mediocrely exciting. Got yeah, it. exactly. Okay. Sometimes I'm Batgirl. She's kind of. <laughs> oh, really? Cool. Yeah. She, her story's crazy. Yeah. Sometimes I'm Mary Jane. Do you know, remember when Batgirl got thrown off the balcony by Bane? Isn't that a thing? Uh, Didn't Bane kill her? Wait, what? You mean like in, in the movie or in the comics? In book? the comics. Oh, I didn't see. I don't follow the comics. Yeah, I don't know about I that. I think so. Yeah, because he kills her and then Detective Gordon. Anyways, it doesn't matter. I thought, oh, I got confused with Catwoman. Oh, Batgirl and yeah. Catwoman well, are two different things. I see Alicia Silverstone and... Yep. And, and oh. Halle Berry or Halle yeah. Berry's been it, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're coming on a new one, Gotham. They got Selena Kyle up on the oh, billboard. Right. Looks. High. We should just talk about Batman this entire <laughs> podcast. I mean, Can we just we do could. that. Really, if we if we want to make this a Batman podcast, we totally could. <laughs> I've got some Batman action figures <laughs> that I can pull out real quick. We can play with them. Has that ever been done? A podcast where you just play with action figures. <laughs> just, we can just dictate what's happening. Like, yeah, okay, his Batman punched. The Joker. Yeah, but we got to do wicked sound effects. We got to do <laughs> wicked, wicked sound effects. Bostonians <laughs> playing with. We, yeah, that was my Bostonian, Bostonian action figures. <laughs> Bostonian. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta grab, uh, you know, a socks action figure. <laughs> you know, we gotta get a picture. We gotta get a get some a Dunkin' switch Donuts. Here, some Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Justin's I, I was I trying to jump in. I don't have a Boston accent. A little, bit, right. eh, a little bit. A little bit. Uh, it, it went. It went. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite thing to do with Justin is do improv scenes where I clearly initiate that we are of a certain accent. And then like he'll join in and it goes south up. really quickly. <laughs> that, was, that was like Cockney. Cockney I know. Boston. I fucked it up. I was just going to be quiet, but whatever. Speaking of Cockney, you spent some time in England, I Ari. I sure did. Oh, what was, uh, shit. You did a uh, you uh, trained for acting. Over yeah, there, right? I spent about three and a half years. I did. Uh, it's called the Guildford School of Acting. It's one of those like, it's basically like boot camp for actors. I would say mm-hmm. so. It's like Shakespeare, all that stuff, and that was really fun. Um, and yeah, it was very like it's very prestigious feeling. When was that? Gosh, that yeah. Was like, what years was oh, that? Oh man, I'm gonna have to call this. It's like 2003 to 2006. Oh wow! So it was a while back. Pretty lengthy program. It's yeah, like a full yeah. it, thing. It was uh, it was hardcore. I had no idea what I was getting into. I actually the audition process was really funny because it was at Santa Monica College and I was doing theater there. And then they're like, I all all my friends were auditioning for some school in England I didn't know anything about. And they're like, you should do it, you should do it. And I was like, because I was doing plays there, so I just scribbled my name at the bottom of the uh, audition list. And like, I didn't sign up. I didn't dress up. I just went in, did a monologue. 
did like a few scenes and I got like a call back to do it some more and then I got this message saying you've been accepted into the Guildford School of Acting <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like one of those voice Hallmark cards you <laughs> open it's like <laughs> welcome to the School of Acting no it was it was a card it's like <laughs> it was a pop out card with just a thumbs up was it a grip, was it a grip of money a lot of it, money. It, it, it was well just think of it this way the pound was like 2.0 so basically whatever it was you just doubled oh do you know what I mean so like yeah. when I was living there if something was four pounds I'd just be like alright that's eight dollars Oh, so that kind of sucked. Now, were you one of the few Americans that were at mm-hmm. this school? Yeah, I was probably, I would have to say, I was the most West Coast LA guy <laughs> out of the, what I mean by that is that I was actually getting paid to do voiceover work there, which was nice because I had the most kind of American accent, if you will. Sure. Not that my other friends didn't have, who were from America, didn't have like an American accent, but I kind of have a lazy way of speaking sometimes, mm-hmm. and uh yeah, it's you guys are like looking at me like West Coast. Bro. If you could see Jeremiah and and and, and uh, Justin's faces, they're like, "What does that mean?" Like, <laughs> just lazy, lazy. I guess it's just it's kind of whatever. It's kind of like what you're doing right yeah. now. It's yeah. just lazy speaking. Yeah, it's just you're not you're not deciding to get super excited about things. <laughs> I guess. I guess right. you're chill. I, it's chill, chill. Chill is the same thing as lazy. It's a me. super cool way of speaking, basically. And, yeah. Um, it's the best. Guys. It's the best. Wait, guy. did the girls love you over there? They re- they did. Oh, well, yeah. okay, they did and they didn't. They some people thought I was really like funny and like flirtatious and laid back, but then a lot of people thought I was really naive and just kind of like, hey, American guy in England. You know what I mean? So yeah. I could kind of get away with a lot more because I was uh, a foreigner, which coming back to L.A. doesn't really work so much because so, I'm from <laughs> yeah. L.A. So I feel like, yeah. Were you pretty re- – since you're from L.A., a lot of people come from all over to move to L.A. Were you kind of done with L.A. for a while? Were you like, I kind of need to get out of here because I've been around it my entire life? Did yeah. You, was, did you have any that, kind of that kind of feeling about it? L.A. is kind of a vacuum. Um, I feel that when I was living in LA, I really wanted to get out and yeah. do something else. And, uh, a lot of my friends have just kind of stayed and, uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't particularly enjoy like high school life in LA. It was, what high school did you go to? I went to a high school in Santa Monica called Crossroads. Oh, I know Crossroads. Yeah. Isn't and that a performing arts school? It is. And, and it's it, also a Britney Spears movie. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> That's really what I was getting at. Um, <laughs> it's a lot of things. There's a store called Crossroads, isn't there? Or like a famous uh, thing. Oh, yeah. And yeah, then, yeah. But um, anyway, I, I, the school was great. The teaching was great. But it was just growing up with a lot of spoiled kind of kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I didn't really ever, I don't know. Did I didn't really associate myself with that. Did you have any people in in England when you were there that were like really against Americans coming in? Like, did you have that experience at all, where you felt like super on no, the outs? No, never. It, it was never like hostile. It was always like, "Oh, you're a yank. He's a yank." And then I remember <laughs> Ray Winstone was there apparently. <laughs> but um, slap you on the back and give you a pint. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, the people were kind of fascinated. Uh, I, there's a funny story um, of a of a girl I knew from Wales, um, and she had only ever lived in Wales. Wales is a very, if you're not familiar with it, is is right next to England. And it's a smaller country. Anthony Hopkins is from Wales. Mm. Um, but anyway, she asked me one time. Uh, she actually asked me, "Is like, do all 
black people just shoot each other in Los Angeles. Oh, and I just, <laughs> I just kind of like stared at her for a second. I was like, how do I process? What do I say? Because there's so many different things I could respond to this. So I said, no, 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 no. It's really the, the Jews. They're the one who shoot each other. <laughs> and I just flipped up my hood and walked away. <laughs> but it was raining, so that didn't really. <laughs> anyway, I love that story. So when you came back uh, to Los Angeles, were you like, okay, I'm ready to freaking take Hollywood by the horns because you had this awesome training underneath your belt now. Did you feel like ready to start auditioning and doing stuff? Well, I originally went to New York first um, from England. And oh, how long were you there? I was there for about a year. And, uh, and I was like, I'm ready to take Broadway. But what I discovered was that people in New York did not really care that I came from England and studied England. Like, it impressed people, but it didn't, it wasn't it impressive enough. It didn't move enough. you forward with Correct. certain things. Yeah, New York's kind of an unforgiving place. If, if you don't have a reason to be there, if it's, if it's hard, it's really difficult, for, at least for me. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I ended up coming back to L.A., and then when I came here, I was like, all right, what do I do? I got all this British training. I know how to do stage combat. I can do Shakespearean stuff. I'm going to do improv. <laughs> so, because like comedy has always been very important. I've always done improv. I even was like doing improv in England and stuff. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've been, I've kind of done across the board a lot of stuff and it, it can be very confusing sometimes <laughs> when I talk to people, when they act, they ask me about like my acting experience. I'm like, well, you know, I studied in England, but then I do like improv and then I've tried stand up and things like that. So I'm kind of indecisive, mm-hmm. if you will. So then you went to the second city. How long after? Yeah, how did you guys uh, meet? Actually, through the second city. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we through second city. And uh, I just remember Jeremiah. I saw some video short that Jeremiah did where he did like a Beatles accent, a Liverpool accent. I don't know if mm-hmm. you remember this video. Yeah, I do. And I just remember Kyle McGrath. Yeah. 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 He's a funny guy. And like, I remember thinking he does a good Liverpool accent. <laughs> that was my first impression of Jeremiah. Oh, nice. Yeah. And that uh, guy, he just talked about how he was in England. So, <laughs> so that's, that's some serious <laughs> British street cred. That's some street cred, cred dude. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, man. That's cobblestone so street cred. So that would have been at, so okay, the first time you saw me then would have been at uh, what they called uh, Seven Day Shorts uh, at Second City where you had, they would uh, say a suggestion on stage um, from the audience and then you'd have one week to prepare a short film based off that, and uh, mm-hmm. you and I ended up actually doing some working on projects uh, together not long after that. That is correct. We did a Dorito spot together. Which I thought, we did like a, um, a Crash the Super Bowl uh, contest, which we've had, uh, one of our guests actually won it last year. Really? Yeah, which is pretty cool. That's we awesome. We talked about the process behind it, and then I was like, oh, that's pretty dope. But... uh yeah, the one that uh, I was in with Ari, uh, his uh, your brother-in-law, yeah, uh, Ryan Barton Grimley. You, you I'm got saying it, it right? right? You're saying completely correct. Okay, yeah. uh, he's a fantastic director, and uh, yeah, we worked with him on that uh, Dorito spot. Super fun. And you were perfect, uh, Jeremiah. His role entailed playing video games. Yeah, and he nailed it. Thank He's you. He's so good at those roles, but he doesn't play video games. I know it's kind of disappointing. I, I used to all the time. Oh, you did? Yeah, I used to. I I stopped playing them whenever I moved to Los Angeles. Like I quit cold turkey because <laughs> I was like, I don't have time for this. <laughs> this will do nothing for my career. <laughs> and my brother's like, I will buy you an Xbox if you will play it with me. And I was like, 
I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I just can't do it. Good for you, man. Wow. What about you, Justin? Do you play video games? No. Oh, but, okay. I mean, if I had extra $600, <laughs> I'd fucking have a PlayStation. Actually, my old roommates used to have a PlayStation. I played. I beat Grand Theft Auto. But I, I, I was glad. I, I was like, I can't buy a system because it literally, it would take, because I started getting addicted to competition to beat in the game. So it would just eat three hours a day. And I was yeah. like, yeah. I can't have this. Yeah. I mean, I, I have friends that are just freaking addicted to it. Specifically, Bobby Lee. <laughs> Whenever we hang out, he plays Clash of Clans so much. Like, constantly. while you're hanging out? Yeah. And I'm like, hey, I started asking him questions, and he's like, why are you asking me that? I was like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm, in, I'm one of your friends who's, just to let you know right now, that is kind of slightly addicted to video games. However, I'm not into the whole multiplayer thing. Oh, really? Video you just like to single player? It's a personal. It's a personal. And you experience. like to do the high score? I like to be the guy. What's it's your my game journey. of choice? It's my, I like the story games. You know, like well, <laughs> the story. You know, the ones with stories. Uh, I like like Bioshock Infinite or The okay. Last of Us or things like that, where it's like cinematic and you feel like you're in a movie and you're kind of. And I like it as a personal thing. I don't want to be playing with some dude. You know who I, I don't know and talking over a microphone with him. Talking all like that, that shit. Yeah, yeah. It gets too comp- competitive. Like I want to compete with the game. Yeah, because I don't like to compete with other people. When so it you to like to play against computers. So you <laughs> believe in the robots taking over Skynet? Oh, I'm yeah. all I'm all in for that. Yeah, <laughs> all absolutely. in for Skynet. Yeah, there's a new Terminator coming out. Do you think it's gonna be good? If it's anything like the last one, then. Possibly not. Wait, but Schwarzenegger. Whoa. 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 I didn't realize we were going to talk about Schwarzenegger. that. Schwarzenegger. Hey, don't, don't, don't yell slurs on this Oh, podcast. my God. He's going to be in it, right? Can I say something about yeah. him really quick? Yeah. I saw The Expendables 3 last night. Oh, was it good? You know, good isn't a word I would use for Expendables because I wasn't going in thinking, this is going to be a good movie. I was thinking, is this going to have action and some fun, stupid stuff? And I was pleasantly surprised. And I will say... The person who stole the movie was Mel Gibson. Really? Yeah. Oh, they let him back. Is he in the bad guy? He's the bad guy in it, and he's actually the only one who, in my opinion, was acting. Like, yeah. He actually did. Antonio Banderas is great in it too, actually. Oh, nice. When, but Schwarzenegger's in it, and um, I bet Antonio was pretty happy to do that because uh, his last movies have he's been playing the role of Puss in Boots. So, well, there's nothing wrong with Puss in. No, I mean like he used to do like Zorro and stuff. Yeah, I'm saying I mean I think he's excited to get back into. He cooled action. off definitely. He, yeah, that's yeah. my biggest fear is like getting hot and then having to deal with the cool off, dude. That's the least <laughs> of my worries. I, I, was like, I just need something. Just gave the most disgusted looking face. I, re- I really did. If it was, it was a video podcast, like I like would have thrown up on screen. Like, yeah, man. You know, I know I'm gonna make it, but you know that cool off though that can happen to you. you that might be frustrating. As a substitution for if like you're auditioning for a role and they're like, okay, you're completely disgusted with what's happening. You yep. just think of when Justin oh. said, "When I get really worried about cool <laughs> Justin also told me, Peter Banachowski, and Christopher Edwards that once he took off, he would not be friends with us anymore. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> they always that. rigged that back yeah, up. Yeah, but there was like that that tone in there that was like, this guy's serious. <laughs> <laughs> no, I always would keep my people close. I'll, th- I'll throw some dollars at you. Oh, my goodness. Some hundreds, put them in my dick. I don't know where this went. Anyway, so. I want to know where it's going. I'm a good yeah. friend. I take care of my people like uh, Walter White. 
Did he do that? Uh, I guess he did it. Mm. Well, <laughs> Walter, what? Well, I mean, that's debatable. I don't know. Are we going to go into Breaking Bad territory? I don't know. I haven't seen the show okay. at all. So I'm like, <laughs> I mean, there'll be a lot so of that'll be your turn I, to be quiet. I get the reference. All right, easy. Just <laughs> I get the reference, but I don't. I wouldn't be able to. Walter White is like John Stamos. He took care of his family. That's right. Like Full House. Okay, that's what we'll say. Oh, I got the analogy. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even have to put the Full House. Reference I just wanted on. to make sure because I wasn't parentheses sure. Full House. <laughs> Uh, so I mentioned uh, uh, your brother-in-law, Ryan. He recently directed uh, an indie movie that uh, you guys are producing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about that because I feel like it's a pretty uh, cool story about kind of what's going on and uh, what you guys are planning to do with it and everything. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a fun. It was a fun project. It's uh, basically like a coming-of-age story. It's an indie film uh, about a, a gay ad executive who. Um, has to go home to the town that he kind of moved away from that no one really accepted him there. Uh, his father dies, and uh, it, in the will, it stipulates that in order for anybody in the family to get any of the inheritance, the father wants to be buried next to his first wife. So he goes home to his half-brother, who's this complete slob, homophobe jerk mm-hmm. dude, and he's forced to kind of go on a road trip with him and, and bury their dad. They steal their dad's ashes, and they go and bury him. And... Uh, Brian plays the kind of slob, homophobic brother-in-law, and I'm kind of the, the straight man, if you will, even though you know <laughs> it's a gay role. But um, it was it was fun to play that part because it was what's awesome about the movie is that it's not like touching on necessarily uh, homosexuality and and or or hyping it up or trying to be like flamboyant or anything like that. It's just a regular dude. You know, right. the, the character it just happens to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lawrence is just a regular guy. Happens to be gay, and 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 it's not. We were not. We purposely weren't trying to hit that over the head in the movie. It's more. We're really going for a comedy. So it was kind of like two guys on the road, and all these things go wrong, and they're arguing, and um, and but a lot of a lot of kind of strangely dramatic scenes came out of that, um, which I, we didn't really expect when we started shooting it. Just some really like heavy. Stuff that I mean, a lot of people say Phil Silvers says uh, comedy is no laughing matter. So you know, I mean, mm-hmm. there is. <laughs> all right, that was me being. Well, He's dropping some names. <laughs> dropping some oh, name drops. Hey, that's okay. But uh, Phil yeah. Silver once whispered in my ear. Phil's, Phil's, <laughs> well, that would have been weird because yeah, you know who he is, right? Though he was uh, Sergeant Bilko. He was he was a big comedian. He coined the phrase. Um, Jeremiah doesn't get it. Something banana. You know what? It's know. not Do about. Do you know Phil Silver, Justin? Uh-uh. Uh. He he was he was a yeah he was a big comedian. He was in a bunch of movies. What's what Google's for, guys? Yeah, we don't have to Google it now. Sergeant Bilko is like his big role. But anyway, um, it was a fun project. Yeah, I had a lot of a lot of buddies on Wait, board. So who wrote it? Actually, uh, Ryan wrote it, and then I helped kind of polish the script up. So technically, we wrote it together. Mm. And uh, uh, it's been a like a, a project of his that he's been wanting to get done for years and he finally just was like you know what let's just shoot this ourselves and so that's what we did and uh it was about a month and a half of shooting and it was great it was a lot of fun now as this uh gay character did you have to do any scenes that were uh like with another male or yeah. how, how does that work? yeah i mean and how does that i guess i'm just interested because uh how does that work from an like an actor standpoint taking on that scene and knowing 
what you're going to have to do, basically. How do you kind of prepare for a scene like that? I mean, the way I prepared for it was like any other sort of quote-unquote love scene or intimate scene. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't. Re- I think that when you start to approach it as if I'm gay or I'm this or I'm that, then it starts to become, I don't know, you get in your head and it, I, it can kind of feel fake. So when I have one scene, there's really only one scene in the movie where I have a somewhat intimate scene with a male character who who's actually plays uh, my boyfriend in the beginning, but he's breaking up with me. Mm-hmm. But we're in bed, and it that scene is actually one of the scenes that played a lot more dramatic than we had anticipated. I mean, you know, there's no real laugh-out-loud funny lines in this scene, but we thought it was going to be a little bit more quirky, a little lighter, but it got pretty heavy. And um, just, yeah, it, I think the, the actor uh, named Colin McGurk, who played opposite... He's a great actor. He does a lot of improv as well. And, you know, we were able to kind of just play off each other and, and, and have fun with that scene. And, and But it did get very heavy. And um, I, I would say that there was no real approach. I think you have to be careful when you do a movie about a gay character is to, you have to respect that, especially the character that I was playing, Lawrence, who his whole life he he never thought his father accepted him his brother his half brother made fun of him people you know where he came from made fun of him so you have to kind of tread lightly with with your jokes and 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 so none of the homophobia or anything comes from can come from anything that i say or make fun of myself do you know if that makes sense yeah. it's kind of uh the other character more like a situational type thing yeah exactly yeah. Um, but it's one of the lines that the my boyfriend is, who's breaking up with me, or Lawrence's boyfriend is breaking up with him. It says to him is that you're not really gay, and that's a very offensive. He says, you know, you don't act like the gay lifestyle. This place is a mess. We don't go out. We don't have sex a lot, and things like that. And so one of the struggles that Lawrence's character goes through is his his identity. He 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 knows he he's gay, but like he starts to question like, well, what is the, I don't. He doesn't really know who he is. He's not fitting of. in, basically, to the stereotype. Correct. Right. Um, and so it's actually interesting in the movie. He actually has a scene where he, he makes out with a girl for whatever reason. He's attracted to her. Was that awesome? It was. It was. It was. It was badass, man. Actually, that was a kind of nerve nerve wracking. Is nerve wracking? Yeah. Is it nerve wrenching or nerve wracking? Nerve wracking. Okay. It. I feel like nerve fracking. Like I don't know. <laughs> Never mind. Um, uh, anyway, uh, that was a weird scene. That was actually harder to do because the actress who played opposite me in that role is a UCB teacher who I know and kind of look up to. And then it's like, hey, we're making out. <laughs> you te- you've taught me at UCB. Now we get to make out. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was very nervous about that. Um, and it was... Oh, that's it, my ultimate fantasy. To make out with make a teacher. Make out to a teacher. Slip a little tonguey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, I was far more nervous about it than I thought it would be. I thought I was going to play it really cool and it was going to be really fun. And then, and and I thought she was nervous. But then when we actually got down to filming it, she was totally messing with me and like you know, like just could pick up that I was nervous and having fun with it. So <laughs> that was fun. Nice. I think I answered your question. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that was a good response. Uh, so what are, uh, what are your plans, uh, uh, with the film that you're, you guys are editing it right now? Yeah, it's about, I'd say it's about close to maybe 80% done. Ryan, who's the director, um, is, is editing it. And then we are going to be our, our buddy, Robbie Elfman, who is fantastic, uh, uh, composer. 
And his last name is Elfman too, which is pretty it cool. Just happens to this be. happens to be Elfman. That's funny. He's going to be doing music on, uh, for it, and uh, I mean, it's an interesting process for me because it was a lot of hats to wear uh, to be a producer, <laughs> writer, and then also actor. But then also have all these gr- this great talent that wanted to be a part of the project. Um, I mean, we had some people like Matthew Craig, who's you know a Second City guy. He's he wrote great. for SNL. And he was he's in it. Tony Charlene is the UCB teacher who's in it. Uh, Christina Chauncey, who is an acting teacher of mine, is in it. Patrick Pankhurst, my buddy Kate. So just like we had a lot of great people involved. And the entire project, I was just constantly making sure everybody was happy. And, you know, and yeah. they're like, no, no, we're happy to be here. I was just humbled by the fact that they really wanted to be a part of a feature. And I think, um, I think that that was one of the best parts about doing it. But yes, it is in post right now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean... Uh, Dude, the festival circuit and all that stuff. All that stuff, yeah. Awesome. We'll be submitting it to that. Looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, buddy. Definitely. Uh, we're getting into uh, uh, the later part of the podcast. And Justin, do you want to uh, introduce this uh, segment? You builders know what it is. Welcome to the Hollywood Bitch Lab. Can I make a noise too? Yeah. <laughs> That was a half beatbox. Nice. Basically, we briefed you before. It's just anytime Hollywood has bitch slapped you. Got it. Uh, Yes. Um, God, there have been a lot of experiences. I'd say uh, I've definitely bombed at some, you know, I I do stand up very kind of, I don't know, I do maybe once or twice a month. I'm I'm definitely wouldn't call myself a, a, a continuous stand up artist. Uh, I've had some really bad shows. I've had shows where I bombed and I tripped while I was going off stage, but not, not funny. It was it was a horrible show. Like in a sad way. It was it, it was a show where it was like a variety show. So there was stand up, there was a magician, there was sketch, and I guess the sketch team that went on before me maybe kind of I don't want to criticize them, but they maybe kind of killed the audience a little bit. So I went up, and it was just. A very angry audience, and um, none of the jokes were hitting. Even the jokes where I say how bad my jokes are weren't hitting. I hate that so much whenever you're trying to make a joke like, well, that didn't work, and it like doesn't get anything, and you're like, oh, I hate this audience. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like trying to like dig myself out with you guys. and Got to power through. Yeah. I think the only laugh I got was I made a joke about cats, which I do because I'm a cat guy. And uh, As one does. As one does when they own cats. Um, and... There was like a, there was like a single, ha, huh, like in the back. <laughs> oh. um, so I was like, all right, well, thank you for putting up with me, guys. It's uh, this has kind of been great, but kind of not. Love you anyway. And then I walked off, and as I went behind the curtain, I tripped over like a ladder, and there was this huge, and then I heard some people laugh at that. And when I look back on it, I was like, I should have just run back on stage and been like, ta da! You know what I mean? Right. But I just like ran out. I didn't even say goodbye (laughs) to the guy running the show. I just got the the hell out of there and then text and apologized. And he's like, You don't have to apologize, man. That you you know, because as you know, we all people have bad shows. Yeah. Um, Then you start overthinking it, and you're like, Oh, that was so bad. I called my room. I went through a whole dramatic thing. I called my roommate. I'm like, I don't think I'm a good actor. I don't think I'm funny. After after that show? Yeah, because stand-up is, you know, as I'm sure Jeremiah knows, and you do too, right? And so, like, it's, it's, you know, it's just you up there. And it's also when you're doing, like, the improvised stand-up shows are fun that Jeremiah hosts because, you know, I feel like everybody's kind of in the same boat. You know, you grab something, 
you, you just riff on that. But when you're bringing ma- written material in, I, I find like there's a lot more pressure. Like you're bringing something to the stage, and and for me it was like doubting myself as a performer. And so I called my roommate like almost in tears. Like I don't think I'm funny. I don't know what I'm doing. And he's like, dude, like he's not an actor, so he's like, I don't understand what you're talking about. Yeah, like, yeah. Exactly. Stop crying. It's one show. It's one show. Yeah. One thing. No one's gonna see it. But I do have another quick story, if there's time, yeah. of something that was, I think, equally horrible. Okay, yeah, that's uh, fair. And it was a commercial audition for a car company. Um, and there was the representative. It was on a Saturday morning at 8 a.m. What? Right? Yes. And it was a callback. And first off, we were like, why are we here at a Saturday morning at 8 a.m.? This yeah. is And it was a guy flo- flew from Germany, uh, the, the producer or whatever. And it was a funny spot. And so I'm first to go in with this girl. We go in, and uh, this big dude's, like, eating a muffin. He's the one kind of, like, checking us out. He's the one in charge. Just as we start to do our first line, and the spot basically is uh, I'm a guy taking a girl, uh, uh, giving her a ride home, and she's a friend of a friend. And she's like, thank you so much for taking, you know, giving me a ride. And I'm like, hey, it's no problem. And then she's like, I love listening to the radio, ha! And she's crazy. And it's like the the spot is, I guess, like, you know, be careful of the people you take home. Right, right. I don't know. (laughs) That sounded like America's Most Wanted or something. But yeah. It was a car commercial. But just as we had started doing it, uh, the guy, <laughs> I, I, I didn't even get like two words out. And he goes, he turns to the, the cameraman. He's like, this isn't going to take long, right? And uh, <laughs> that was my German accent. But anyway, he, he and I was, we were like, we stopped. And we we're like, what? He's like, and we just looked over and he's like, this isn't going to take long, right? And the cameraman's like, just keep going, just keep going. We're like, okay. Uh, we'll keep going. And then and then he had already shut off just like we finished the scene, but we're like, it, it was just awful. Yeah. We walked out and she's like, the guy was talking the entire time. Like, Did you book it? No. <laughs> if I booked it, that would defeat the purpose of your, your guys' whole thing. Of, <laughs> of, 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 it was just... It was so just, the, basically they were talking during your callback during uh an 8 a.m. Saturday morning yeah. and as soon as they start talking you basically are like oh well it's over like there's he, no he and had, it's the ultimate disrespect you're like you're not even giving me the 30 seconds that I'm in here to pay attention this isn't going to take long that's just super frustrating that's exactly it and yeah. so that was that was a kind of a de- that was one of those moments where you're like oh you know screw these guys I, you know yeah but then then, then you're like well commercial you know, that's that world. Great. It's that world, man. It's that world. That's that world. But you have booked uh, some other commercials. Yeah, so. yeah. It's been fun. Yeah, yeah. I booked some fun spots. As have you, sir? Uh, a couple. Yeah. As is Justin. Justin has uh, been a booking monster. Guys, lately. we're the we're the commercial crew. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's aim a little higher. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where can people uh, find you, Ari? <laughs> where can people look you up? Uh, Twitter or Facebook? Yeah, or, yeah. Uh, the or Ari- Elijah's Ashes. If uh, uh, yeah, maybe. I mean Elijah's Ashes. The Facebook page is there. We haven't. We're gonna start posting more photos and things to it as it gets near. I, we didn't want to burn out on all our like production photos early. Oh on, yeah. But, but um, yeah, I'm on you know AriSchneider.com, and I have my Twitter, the Ari Schneider, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm performing at you know I perform at Second City regu- regularly uh, in a kids show called the Really Awesome Improv Show, which is a lot of fun. That's every Saturday. It's at- every Saturday at 12 p.m. at the Second City Hollywood, um, and it's a rotating cast. So that's I'm the- noon, right? 
that 12 p.m. it would be noon. Okay. That's correct. I never, I get a mix. No, it's a kid's show at midnight. <laughs> it's at midnight. Kids after kids dark. <laughs> Come bring your kids a late night comedy exactly. to Second City. Give them lots of Coca-Cola so they can stay up. No, we don't do that. Um, but yeah, and uh, yeah, that's that's where you can you can check me out. Awesome. Well, check out guys uh, Ari's videos. Uh, he's got a lot of good sketches and a lot of good content on his website on his website ariesnyder.com. Uh, thanks so much for coming by, buddy. We really appreciate it. And yeah, thank uh, you. Yeah, continued success, and we're all looking forward to uh, checking out Elijah's Ashes once. It was my pleasure. Thank you. <laughs>